Welcome to In The Game, presented by Maven Sports Group. In The Game is an authentic and engaging conversation around the competition of sports. We discuss the latest topics in sports from the athlete, the competition, the fan, and business perspective. We break down key moments in sports, its culture, and entertainment. I'm your host, Terry Johnson, and I am happy to have my special guest today, Mr. Travis Stroud. Travis, welcome back to the show. Hey, I appreciate you for having me, big guy. Hey, man, I tell you, our last um, episode went very, very well. The I didn't fe- think you were going to let me back do it. <laughs> I mean, the feedback was very positive. I mean, we had over a thousand listeners. Oh, that's 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 dope. If and, I could say dope, yeah, you could say dope. You I know, mean, that's, and that's then dope. the feedback in the commentary was very positive. They loved the interaction. They loved the energy, but they loved to hear about your journey. So. You know, I'm glad to have you. We talked about you coming on and being a host because of that energy, and here we are today. So I appreciate you for having me. Hey, man. Hey, I want to do something. Let's talk about competition. You know, so often we get into the sports of the athlete perspective, the, yeah. the, the business side, and all this other stuff. But a lot of times people don't understand the moment of competition or the art of competition and, and what role it plays, even in an athlete's in their everyday preparation of playing the game or whatever but let's kind of talk about that you it's, know? It's, it's just a need to compete mm. right it's it's we're programmed differently uh you know for athletes to go through what we go through on a day-to-day basis from training gruesome you know uh 90 degree 95 degree weather to prepare for our prepare, uh, perspective um sports it it shows you um for lack of a better word the longing ah. for um, uh, the competition. And it's, I was doing some research the other day and uh, there are three things that release endorphins and dopamine in the brain. What are those? Um, setting a goal. Okay. And reaching that goal. And reaching the goal. Food. <laughs> and sex. And sex. You know, those are the three things that, and I put, you know, the competition piece, being able to set a goal and reach that goal. You mm-hmm. will never get a chance to uh, engage in you know situations or scenarios like that in regular life so it's important for us to uh, that's why that's why you see guys whether we play golf uh, most of us well a lot of us try to play the game right you know but it plays us you know so more often sort of, it yeah. does <laughs> and, and whether it's you know it's, it's playing cards whether it's you know who can you know walk to the cafeteria faster right. who can walk to the car faster I mean it was always competition and it drives the um, uh, uh, our actions on how we go about you know our day to day. I know a lot of people tend to um, put themselves in a situation, um, you know, of of not knowing and mm-hmm. you know what what's coming of it. The only thing is, is you could put yourself in that you know position to uh, you know prepare and and uh, and sustain. So the, I, I think the competition piece, I think, is innate. In us, mm-hmm. um, I mean, you go back to the caveman days. You know who can, you know, sh- shoot the most. You know, I guess buffalo or it was the buffalo you know, and the, the woman. Hunt, no, yeah, the woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who can get the, you know, right, and, right. And even us. You know, if we walk into a situation, you know, who's coming out with the most numbers? I mean, it, competition has always been a part of our DNA. So let's talk about that competition in today's terms. We've got a couple of things going on. The NFL season has begun. We're in the World Series. College football is 
at that new height. We've got the Big Ten starting at this time of this episode. Yeah. From an athlete standpoint, how do you allow the competition to position you to perform your best? And also, how do you allow the competition not to allow you to fall? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you an example. Justin Fields, I'm a big fan of Justin Fields, mm-hmm. right? And you look at the absolute need to compete. Me, if I was in his situation, there is no way on earth that I'm playing this late into the season, a season that really don't count against your eligibility, when I know that I'm the number two quarterback that's in position to change my family's life for me to reach that goal right. that I just talked about. Right. But his need right. to compete puts him in a position to possibly hamper Mm. that scenario okay right i mean just think all the injuries the nfl has had and i'm not wishing that on him right because my thing is i may i hope he didn't buy into the kool-aid of you know um you know ohio ohio state winning the national championship winning the heisman winning these games when i think the ultimate goal is for you to play this game this 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 child's game for that king's ransom right so you can put you and generations behind you in a position to you know, bridge the gap that we're dealing with with right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that need to compete and him being the type of competitor that he that he is, uh, he wants to get out on the field. And you can't blame him for having that in his DNA, right? But that's just one example of one situation that can help you and can hurt you. Right. You follow what I'm saying? Yeah, I do, I do. And, you know, Jamie Newman could have left the University of Georgia because he felt that um, – I may not win this battle. I'm considered the number six quarterback, uh, you know, in this year's, you know, 2021 draft. Right. So why put that at jeopardy when I can go train? They can use my previous film, and then I can kind of get to, once again, reaching that goal. Reaching the goal. Yep. Wow, that's a good point. You know, so it's just one of those things to where uh, it can be a gift and a curse to have that competitive edge because you can drive yourself. My situation – I had, you know, two head coaches, uh, two defensive coordinators, four position coaches, coaches in uh, four true years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, I tore my uh, PCL my into my freshman year. I tore my left PCL into my sophomore year. Uh, hyperextended my elbow. Um, I had two turf uh, toe injuries. You were just ragged, in other words. And, but the thing is, I never redshirted. You never because the drive, the competition, the, the competition. I felt obligated, okay. to play, and I thought people had my best interest Mm. but ultimately you have to be smart enough in that regard once again competition come into play that it can be a gift and a curse because I felt that if I played through this and I still was one of the the better D linemen you know in the league you know in the SEC that it would have been looked upon that that he's you know he's durable he can play through you know injury injury. you know it's one thing to be injured it's one thing to be hurt you know we always say are you hurt or you injured right you know hurt you can play through you know, I was told that I had a bruised kneecap my freshman year. That's when we broke uh, Auburn's winning streak. Mm-hmm. Streak. Streak. You got it. It's okay. <laughs> that thing got stuck a little bit. Um, and we uh, tied them 23-23. Right. I played on one leg because I was told that week that I had a bruised kneecap right. when ultimately it was a torn PCL. Wow. You follow what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, I mean, no, you know, shade. Mm-hmm. on the University of Georgia, but at the end of the day, um, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I should have listened to my body mm-hmm. to know well enough 
uh, to heal. I tell young folk now, if you're injured, you know, make sure you heal. Don't allow that sense of competitiveness to influence, you know, making bad decisions. Right. So we've got these athletes in this competition. I mean, you're just talking about it now uh, from your perspective. Let's see if we can dive into the minds of these professional athletes competing in the World Series, that competition. And they've kind of changed the format where you don't have any days off. It's back to back to back. How do you harness that energy, that drive of competition where you can still perform at the elite level where your body, like you just said, is getting beat up nightly? Because, you know, I think that's one of the best things that happened to this year. Uh, this year's baseball season. Okay, tell me the, why. The shortening games. Okay. It made it more um, uh, rewarding for the fans. You had more fanfare engaging because it wasn't 162-game season, right. right? And when you're in the NLCS or the ALCS mm -hmm. or the World Series, you see that light at the end of the tunnel. That's when you're on that fourth lap. When you're doing that, that conditioning test, mm -hmm. when they say kick in, you at 90 <laughs> and you got 20 more seconds before you end, right. you're able to see that, that, that light at the end of the tunnel. So you're able to, uh, to finish the drill. So you're able to understand after this week, uh -huh. I can go chill. <laughs> right? I, I need like to that. put this work in now. We need to put this, this grind in now. Mm -hmm. You know, attack the day. That's what, you know, Kirby right. said, University of Georgia, or finish the drill. Um, but at the end of the day, when you see that light at the end of the tunnel, when you know um, there's a reward, you can, you can kind of kick it in. And once again, that competitiveness, it tends to kick in. And that ego that we have, that drive that we have, you put your pants on just like I put my pants on. Right. Right. So uh, I'm just as skilled as you are. Right. So just like last night, I mean, it's a 1-1. Um, um, it's a tie day in the series. Right. Right. Who knew after that first game? <laughs> that they would be able to come back to sustain themselves. Mm -hmm. But when you know you can see that light at the end of the tunnel, that reward, that goal that you set for yourself, when it's reachable and it's attainable, right. oh, yeah, you kick it in. Mm. Yeah, you kick it in. So how does an athlete transfer that drive of competition into other things in life, school or work yeah. or even their time with family and friends? I mean, because you get competitive, it just spills over and everything else. How do they – Transfer it, balance it, and hone it where it's productive and not counterproductive. Well, I, I think, you know, sports is a small microcosm of life. Mm -hmm. um, being that it is a small microcosm of life, we tend to put our kids into, you know, sports so we can learn character, um, uh, understand, you know, uh, discipline. Uh, discipline is doing what you, you know, supposed to do even when you don't feel like when it. You Character don't feel like it. Right. is, you know, doing things right when nobody's watching. All of those things, we tend to put our kids or even my, our parents put us in those sports so we can le uh, learn those lifelong skills. Right. Just most of the, the, uh, the relationships that I have right now comes from me being able to, to play a sport. Even our relationship, you, Gresham Park, me, you know, Decatur, and we played sports the whole nine. So there is some, uh, some synergy uh, amongst us. But those skills that I like to call them transferable skills, you know, being on time is being late. You mm -hmm. want to be a little bit early. Uh, attention to detail. Right. Um, making sure that you're able to uh, understand your competition. You're able to break down, you know, those that may have your best interests and may not have your best interests. If you're working on projects, you understand how it is to work in a team environment. You right. know how it is to set a goal with a team, not just you having your goals. Right. Of course, you have your individual goals, 
but you know how to go about attaining those goals as a group. Mm. You understand family, um, you know, teamwork. That's all important. When were you able to understand how to use competition to your benefit? And when I say that, was it at high school competing for a position or was it at UGA trying to get, you know, playing time and get that starting role? When did you realize I can use this competition to my- Man, it started at the crib. <laughs> I told you I had two older brothers. Right. And my mom and dad, and she cooked. When she set the table, right. you better get in where you fit in. <laughs> That's when competition started. So it was easy out in the, you know, in the field. So that is too funny. Oh my goodness. I could imagine. Okay. So, you know, we 1300 square foot home. Right. I told you about those gorillas last time. So, you know, my dad was the alpha male, had two older brothers and myself. Right. So, you know, we shared a room until we was up in age. When did you get that second big piece of chicken? Dad always got his. Oh, yeah. When, when did you get your? Well, now my dad allowed us because he wasn't a big guy. He allowed us to eat. Okay. I guess he saw something in us that he needed to nurture. Okay. Uh, so he allowed us to get it. But, um, but no, ultimately, man, you know, I just always wanted to be the best. I didn't care what I saw. I, if I could watch a movie and the hero of the movie, I wanted to be that guy. Right. If I saw Deion Sanders do what he did, I wanted to be that guy. If I saw Bo Jackson uh, perform as a football and baseball player, I wanted to be that. And I worked towards that. Like, I never um, dreamed of the accolade. I just – my dream was to be the absolute best person that I could be, you know, whatever it is that I do. If I start it, I'm going to finish it. Uh, and while I'm doing it, I'm going to make sure there is no lag time. Mm -hmm. There is no procrastination that I go ahead and attack it uh, as if I was trying to make a tackle or hitting a baseball. Wow. Okay. I like that. I like that. You know, so quite often people don't understand competition is a good thing and it drives us. It drives us. You know, and some people go, well, you shouldn't be competitive. What do you think about these participation awards they give out to youth sports today? Um, I can't <laughs> say that. That, that sh It shouldn't happen okay. because, because life won't give you a participation ribbon, right? You can go in and you can participate. It, it'll be a winner and a, uh, and a loser. But I think losing builds character. Mm -hmm. It prepares you for ultimately – what God has for you on the other side. Right. And if you shell up and you're thinking that, uh, you know, at least I did my best. Well, even if you do your best, like I tell my son all the time, there are other people that are working just as hard as you, training just as hard as you. They, their prayers are, you know, met by God the same way your prayers are met by God. It's sometimes that you may have a good day, you may have a bad day. However, you have to continue to push through. Right. right? So, um, you know, it's just one of those things, man, the way you just have to sustain and, and, and persevere through it. Wow. Mm. Any words of wisdom before we f f check out on this episode around competition that you want to share with our, our listeners? Don't be afraid of competition. Embrace it. You know, it's, it's, it's definitely a character builder. Um, you know, it, it'll be a point in time to where somebody will choose you and um, – you have to be willing to step up and to trust your preparation. Now, if you're not prepared and you're not putting the work in, then you should be concerned. But as long as you put the work in and you have confidence that you've done everything that, you're, you, you, that you can control, control what you control, mm -hmm. and as long as you put the work in, trust that going into uh, whatever com competition that you have. Wow. Great words of wisdom. Well, 
with that, listeners, we're going to bring it to a close. We're going to say thank you for listening to us on this episode around what drives competition? What's the art? How to harness it to be your best? I'm Terry Johnson. I'm Travis Stroud. In the game, presented by Maven Sports. Until next time, we'll see you.